Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 14. Now here, this is the, the, the word of the Lord says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, For your sake I will send to Babylon, and I will bring them all down as fugitives, the Chaldeans who rejoice in their ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea. Now remember what was said a while ago. That's the reason I knew I had to, I, I had to preach this. And a path through the mighty waters who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Who's doing it? God's doing it. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness. Now he, this, he wrote, listen, the Holy Ghost said this before they had bulldozers and all this good stuff. And God said, look at that wilderness. I'll put a road in the middle of it. Watch now. And rivers in the desert. Man, rivers aren't in the desert. They are if God says it is. Hallelujah. They are when God says they are. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the rivers, in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert to drink, to give drink to my people, my chosen this people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. And then you can put up uh, Romans chapter 8. Put up Romans chapter 8. We're going to read one verse from there. It's just, it, it helps uh, support this. And we know, we don't think. We're not guessing at this matter, church. We're not trying to play lottery numbers to see if it's real or not. And we what? Know that all things work together for the good of those who love God. If you don't love God, then this ain't for you. But if you love God, this is for you. To those who are called according to his purpose. I'm going to preach for the next few moments from the subject title or subject matter, if you will, the moment of ketchup. And I ain't talking about what you put on your fries. The moment of ketchup. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to catch up. Father, this is the prophetic word that you spoke to me. Now I'm here to release it to your dear people. It is my prayer today that you would anoint me to preach it. 
that you would anoint all of us to hear, receive, and understand it, and respond to it. Spirit of God, I, I asked you, and I made a, a commitment to you that I would preach it if you would perform it. So here I am in obedience to you. Saturate, permeate, and impregnate this atmosphere now with what you want to do. For you have, people are not here by accident. You're here to speak into their very spirits the word of life. So today, look upon my availability, please, and not my ability. And I pray today that you would grant me an apostolic anointing and a prophetic utterance. That what is set on earth is, is being declared in the heavens, God. What is bound on earth shall be bound in the heavens, and what is loosed on earth shall be loosed in the heavens. So, God, we bind any tactic, scheme, plot, plan, or assignment of hell, and we loose the kingdom of God in this place now in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you for it. Holy Spirit, arrest every person now, I pray, in Jesus' name. And let their hearts and minds be tuned in to what you are speaking from heaven. For this is your word. And I trust you to perform it. In the strong name of the Son of God, Jesus, I pray. And everybody that agrees, shout amen and give the Lord a good praise for his word today. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. Now, before I get started in this today, I don't want to, I don't want to overlook the the end time, uh, the end time uh, uh, meaning to this scripture. Uh, I'm, I'm not one of the preachers that say, well, that don't mean that. It has to mean this. I teach you around here that God can speak one thing at one time and it, can, and it has multi layers to it. Do you understand that? God can speak something. Uh, it's God can speak something to the prophet Isaiah 800 years before Christ is ever born. And it can have a meaning right then. And it can have a meaning and it can be restoring something in the past. It can be speaking to the future. And it can come all the way into 2022 and be changing your present. God is able to speak something like that. So you, when you approach scripture, you can't approach it just saying it means just this. Yes, it means that, but God, is also ha God also has a prophetic meaning, and God also has something that is speaking into your life right now. I want you to say, God, speak into my life right now in Jesus' name. So in order for you to receive this word today, I want you to know, and for it to manifest in your life, your faith has to reach a little higher. Your faith has to come up just a little higher. Uh, you're, listen, you're not going to get this by proximity. So for those who've just been trying to hang around folk that are serious with God. You, something's going to have to rise inside of you today and say, I'm not just here to hang around. I'm here to get what God is speaking to me right now because I don't want to remain in the same place I am. Say amen to that. All right. So the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. Now, what you must understand is that the Greek word for word there is not logos. It is rhema. There are two different words for word in the Greek language. One is logos. Logos means the written word of God. 
Do you understand? That's what we just, that's what we just read from. That is the logos. But rhema means it is a word from God that lines up with the logos that is spoken into your right now. It is a due word. It is a word in due season that has the ability to change everything that's happening in you and around you. Shout amen to that. The Bible says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and settings of silver. The Bible says a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season. How good it is. So what you're about to hear today is a word spoken in due season. It is speaking into your right now so that you can understand that God is not done with you. Your better days are truly ahead of you. If they were not, then you would be six feet under right now pushing up some dailies, but you're not. Hallelujah. Now I said this because listen, I was praying this past week and the Lord would have me to speak to you today. I heard him say something to me and I, I've never heard him say this before. He said, tell my people, tell my people that today is the day of a divine catch up. And so I'm hearing all these prophetic words and I'm hearing, I'm hearing the interpretation and I'm saying, Holy Ghost, don't you know how to do it? You know how to put it all together and these folk don't even know what I'm preaching. He said, some of my people have felt like they've been in quicksand for a while, while others are running by them. Some have felt like, listen, some have felt like someone has picked up the remote in their life and pressed pause, pow. Some have watched while others were financially blessed and favored and wondered, when will it be my time? Some have felt like they have been left behind in the kingdom. Some have gone through terrible times that they had no control over. Others have weathered major storms and trials in their lives. Some have had major attacks of the enemies upon, enemy upon their lives. Others have had to draw a line with family and friends because you've refused to be led astray with the fears and the ways of this world. And in all of this, you feel like everything has slowed down. It might not be everybody, but I got a good third of you. You feel, you sense your spiritual walk has slowed down. Your advancement in the call has slowed down. And some even feel like everything has stopped and you don't know how to get it going again. And regardless of all that, you still remain faithful. Regardless of how you felt, you still came to church. Regardless of what they said at your workplace, you still showed up and turned around and returned the tithe. Regardless of whether they walked out on you, you still kept loving your heart. Regardless of what they said about you in the clique, you just walked away and said, God bless you, I ain't going to join it. Regardless of whether they fired you for no reason, you still kept your heart right. You kept on tithing. You kept on loving. You kept on praying. You kept on serving. And because of all this, God has ordained a Kairos moment over your life today. And he said it is called the moment of divine catch up. You better get ready because God is about to hit the fast forward button on some lives up in this house. 
Let's get a good Ric Flair. Woo! Hallelujah! God said, I'm about to hit the fast forward button. You see, the Bible says, everybody say the Bible says. The Bible says that God is a rewarder to those who what? Diligently seek him. Can I tell you, God doesn't waste anything. He doesn't even waste your tears. He said, I put them in a bottle when they fall off your cheek. I ain't wasted a trial. I haven't wasted a storm. I haven't wasted nothing you have walked through. And today, I'm grabbing you by your hand. And you're not going to take the step of a man. But you're going to take the step of heaven. For it is a time of divine. A moment of divine catch-up. Now, if you don't have faith to receive this, you just think, Pastor, quit preaching. But I'm telling you right now, for those of you that have been trying to dig yourself out, for those of you that have been sitting there walking around everybody else's new car while yours is broke down, well, I don't have nobody to talk to right now. For those of you that have been watching everybody else get married and you sitting single. For those of you that have been watching everybody else step in their call and you back fasting and praying. For those of you that have been sowing and watching everybody else get promoted and you wonder when your time is. If you got faith to receive it, God sent me here today to say this is the moment of divine catch up. You better lift your hands and grab it by faith right now. I'm, I'm telling you, listen, I'm not saying this because I didn't have nothing to preach, man. I'm telling you, this is what God dropped in my spirit Friday. I had never heard him say something like this. He said, but I'm telling you, for people that got faith, they're not going to take the step of man Sunday. They're going to take the step of heaven. He said, heaven has different measure, measuring tools. He said, man can make maybe step four feet or six feet. He said, I'm about to step people six seasons. My God. He said, <laughs> oh, I felt the Holy Ghost when I said that. He said, I'm about to step six years on somebody in one day. One day. One day. I'm just going to preach it like I hear it right now. Some of you are saying, how could God ever do that? How could all that happen in such a quick time? I hear the Holy Ghost saying, God does not answer to time. Time answers to God. And if you want to shake something and move something from heaven, if you've got the faith to believe it, if you've got the faith to receive it, then according to your faith, let it be so. Let it be so. See, Pastor Antoine, folk try to, sometimes we get stuck in the process and the time of man. And those times come. But there are moments where God says, I don't have to ask time. 
Some of you got to quit making time your God. God is not bound by time. How can he be bound by what he created? God moves in and out of time. He said, matter of fact, I've got, I've got two different words for time. I got one called Kronos and I got one called Kairos. Kronos is the order of time. Kairos is when I don't ask time. I just step in time and I do what I want to do in the midst of that time. And God is saying, so, some of you might say, well, you know, no, 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 I, I, I want the process. Well, good. That's where your faith is. Then fine. But you've got to understand something. Sometimes God says, do you have faith for a fast forward? And just in case you don't think it happens, you looking at his number one example. You're not supposed to step in, Brother Justin, and pastor a church of 125 people when you ain't never been on staff before. You're not supposed to step in and pastor a church when you don't even have no resume of being a part of a staff or on a church. You're not supposed to step in and be able to preach like a man with his head cut off when you haven't been doing it. But God didn't ask what people thought and he did not ask about their time. He said, do you got faith to step in and I'll hit the fast forward button on you? I just want to know, is there anybody that's got faith for a divine catch-up today? You've been feeling like something's been weighing you down. You've been feeling like you've been held back. You've been feeling like you could not make progress. But the Spirit of the Lord says, come on, son. Come on, daughter. It's time to catch up. Catch up in your business. Catch up with your prodigals. Catch up with your marriage. Catch up in your ministry. Catch up in all the area of your life. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. Can I release something else? I don't know if, it, I, I don't know if it's going to be months after it. But this month, everybody say this month. The month of February. I, I don't know why God chose February. But this month is a month of divine favor for the church. You better, what you watch, you listen to what I'm saying by the Spirit of the Lord. There's going to be people that's going to walk up and say, I don't know why I'm doing this. But God has led me to do it. I don't know why I'm promoting you, but God has led me to do it. I don't know why I want to turn around and give this, but God has led me to do it. This is a month of divine favor. And in the favor, you shall catch up. You shall catch up. (laughs) Hallelujah. And I hear some of the religious people. Not in here. I'm sure there ain't none in here. But I hear some of the religious people saying it can't happen because you got to go through A and you got to go through B and you got to go through C and somewhere you end up at X, Y, and Z. But can I tell you, God didn't ask Joseph. 
God didn't ask them. All Joseph knew is in 24 hours, I went from a prison to a palace. I went from being in shackles to being the man who led the whole government. God has got moments of catch up. And if you've got faith to believe it, he'll turn around and shift your life to get it. You can't let time be your God. Your God created time. Hallelujah. That's why you got to be careful what you do with time and you got to be careful what you do in time because the devil is constantly trying to get you to make a decision today that'll turn around and compromise your tomorrow. He's constantly trying to get you to make a decision today that'll forfeit your tomorrow. Ain't no need in going to church. Ain't no need in worshiping. Ain't no need in praising. Ain't no need in tithing. Ain't no need in offering. We used to do all that, but it don't work no more. The devil is a liar. You got to kick the devil out of your house and say you can't have my future anymore. It's mine in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Quit making God your time. I mean, making time your God. You serve the God who created time. Hallelujah. This is a moment of divine catch up. This is what I sense in my spirit. The people that were running, my God, they were running. I can see you in the spirit running. Almost like you're in the Olympics. Nobody can really do anything with you. And somebody put something in your way and you tripped up and face planted, wow. And you haven't been able to get up. And, and, you, and you thought you were coming today because somebody bribed you. And you thought you came because you seen a Facebook post. And you thought you came just because something going wrong in your house. But what you don't know is God was speaking to a man of God Friday. Saying I've got a word for the church. It is a moment of divine catch up. And you tell them if they'll obey me. I ain't asking them to go back through what they've already went through. I ain't asking them however long it took them to get in it to have to go back through it. You tell them I'll reach down into a miry clay. I'll reach down into the deepest pit. I'll reach down into the blackest hole. I'll grab you by the hand and I'll get you out of where you're at. And people will look around and say, how did you break through? You need to tell them it was my name from beginning. I was already broke through. I just had to grab the hand of God. And when I grabbed his hand, I am where he is. The Bible says, I am, say I am, seated with Christ in heavenly places. Time to catch up. I said, Lord, what about this ministry? He said, son, listen, I'm not declaring something over my people that I'm not declaring over this ministry. He said, help me, Holy Ghost. He said, for some time, it has been said, it's this, it's that. It can't do this and it will do that. He said, but today I'm going to stop the mouths of the people that are against you and against this ministry. I'm going to shut the mouths of the devil and I'm going to shut the mouths of the accusers. And when I get done, they're going to say, ALC, how did you get there? And you're going to say, it was a day 
where God said it's time to catch up. And I grabbed him by the hand, and now here we are. God said, quit making time, you're God. I want to just say something real quick and, and then I'm about done. Life does not have control over your destiny. God does. Did you hear what I said? Life does not have control over your destiny. God does. Preacher, who'd you talk to? I talked to a lady by the name of Ruth. <laughs> I talked to a lady by the name of Ruth. Y'all just let me, y'all let me do my little evangelistic thing right quick, okay? I didn't really talk to her, but just let me go there for a minute. I talked to a lady by the name of Ruth. Ah, uh, Ruth was, she was, she was with a, 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 a older woman and by the name of Naomi, I said, woman, how did you get here? And she said, well, I was married to a man and, and this, this woman's son and, and we were married, but then that woman's uh, husband died. And, and so we were sticking around, but then, then me and my, my sister-in-law, our husbands, her two sons died. And, and then my sister-in-law went back to her people. She said, but there was something in me saying, if you'll stick in it. If you'll just somehow stick in it, when you get to the other side, I'm going to catch you up, Ruth. And so Ruth said, I just stuck with her. I stuck with her when she was bitter. I stuck with her when she was a naysayer. I stuck with her when she was offended. And I just grab her by the hand and say, come on. If we keep walking with Jesus, we're going to somehow get where we need to go. And I just stuck with her. And somehow we ended up in a, a place. It was in the middle of a famine. And but God was blessing some fields in, in this certain area and somehow we ended up there and, and that woman said if you'll just go out and pick up some scraps I believe we'll be able to live so Ruth said I was behind the harvesters and I was just trying to grab a little bit here and a little bit there she said but a man by the name of Boaz showed up and he was the owner of the field and he said who is that woman over there they said, that's Ruth. They said, that's Ruth. Y'all, and he said, oh, I done heard about Ruth. The story about in town is she could have left, but she didn't. The story in town is it would have been better for her to go back home, but she didn't. The story in town is, is that she's probably uh, one of the most faithful women there is. He said, okay. He said, y'all don't bother. He said, and when it's time to eat, invite her over. He said, but listen, tell her don't go nowhere. He said, and not only that, I want y'all to purposely drop some stuff off. Uh, see, there was a time where this ministry was walking where God was purposely allowing some stuff to be dropped off. And we was gleaning, Mike, and we was doing what we can. But then Boaz said, listen, I'm done with that. He said, don't let her go behind you. He said, I want her to go with you. He said, now you don't grab the hand of the harvesters and you're walking with them. You're not just trying to fill your bag up behind them. And now you're with them. But then something really happened. God said, it's a moment of catch up, Ruth. I've done watch what you've been through. 
I watched when you could have left, but you didn't. I watched when you tore the divorce papers up when you should have walked out. I watched when you kept tithing when you didn't even have the money to do it. I watched when you kept preaching and you didn't feel like preaching anymore. I watched when you kept loving people even though they gritted your teeth while you were speaking to them. He said, so here is a moment of divine catch-up. No more shall you gather the scraps. Now you're going to own the field. And what I'm declaring over this house is we done went from scrap gathering to harvest gathering to owning fields in the name of Jesus. Ah, yes, Holy Ghost. Somebody give him a, a field owning a praise in this house right now. What I love about it, Pastor Jason, is God didn't ask what other folk thought Ruth should have right now. He didn't ask them how long they think it should work. He said, Ruth, I've ordered... I've ordained a moment of ketchup. And where you was once gathering scraps, you're now going to own. <laughs> you're now going to own. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say in the natural, think about how long it would take to own a field that you were trying to gather scraps in if they would actually sell it. God said, I ain't worried about that. When I speak a moment of ketchup, there's, there, there's something in the Bible, Brother Justin, that's called in Malachi 3, the book of remembrance or the book of records. It's not the book of life. That's a different book. It's the book of remembrance. Which brings me to my final thing I'm going to say. How do you know, preacher? How do you know that this is a moment of ketchup? This is how I know it. Because heaven keeps great records. In my new book that's coming out at the end of March, there's a chapter in there that says heaven keeps great records. Can I tell you, you won't end up owing God nothing. And God ain't going to end up owing you a thing. How do you know? Because heaven keeps great records. Heaven watched every single time you hit your knees and you prayed. When everything else was saying it is not going to work. Tears running down your cheek. You soaking the pillows at night. And every time you called your child's name out, it seemed like the police department called and said you need to pick them up. But can I tell you, heaven keeps great records. Every time it, they told you to leave, every time they told you the marriage was over, you walked in and began to pray. And you began to fast. And you began to speak in other tongues. Can I tell you, you ain't going to get a divorce. Why? Heaven keeps great records. And every time you walked in and you sold when that was all the money that was left in your pocket, your family said you're crazy. All the church wants is your money. And now you're about to get a breakthrough. How do I know? Heaven keeps great records. And can I tell you, it is time.
catch up. Yeah. This woman said, I ran into this woman. I ran into this woman. She was driving a Bentley. And her two sons. And uh, anyway, they had Jordans on and stuff. And, and I said, ma'am, you sure are blessed financially. How did all this go about? She said, well, it ain't always been this way. I said, what are you talking about? She said, heaven has kept great records. I said, well, what are you talking about? She said, well, there was a time when my husband was a prophet. And Jezebel was trying to kill them all. And so they went and hid them in a cave, 52 a cave. And I said, well, what did he do? She said, he took our life savings and spent it on food. And he would go to them caves every day and bring them bread and water. And make sure them prophets stayed alive during the time of a drought. And she said, and then one day my husband died and we didn't have no insurance policy. We didn't have no money and the creditors were coming to take my boys. I said, ma'am, what did you do? She said, I went to the prophet because I knew heaven keeps great records. And she said, prophet, you know my, my husband, he feared God. You know what he did. He didn't have to do it, but he took everything we had and he went spinning and he fed those, he fed those men of God to keep them through one of the worst times in our history. And now the creditors are coming to take my boys. Prophet, what are we going to do? And I believe in my, the way I tell the story, I believe that the prophet went into a gaze and he looked up into heaven and he saw an angel walking to the throne of God with a big old book in his hand. And I believe he got before the throne and he said, Father, on page 163, <laughs> this woman's husband took everything they had and gave it to the kingdom. This woman's husband sowed into Abundant Life Church. This woman's husband sowed into a construction project. This woman's husband sowed into a church plant. This woman's husband was led by the Spirit and she kept and he kept sowing and now she has nothing but a little bit of oil left from her husband that he used to anoint people with. What are we going to do? And the father says, are you sure it's in the book? It's right here on page 163 in the middle chapter. This is what they did. He says, well, I speak over her and her boys a moment of divine catch up. 
and you tell her to go get every dry vessel she can possibly find and you tell her to pour the oil and it will not run out until the vessels run out and the prophet says woman go get you a bunch of empty vessels shut the door behind you because this blessing can't be received unless you sold into it and when you begin to pour the oil it will not run out until the vessels run out when she got done Vern the Bible says the prophet tells her now you and your boys go pay the creditor and go live on the rest and so when I saw her in her Bentley in her Louis Vuitton purse I said ma'am what happened don't ever forget heaven keeps great records Some of you, I got this number in my spirit three years, for three years, for three years, it's been dark for three years, it's like you've been on pause. There's nothing more frustrating than feeling like you're on pause. Oh, it's terrible. But during your three years, God kept great records. And so now, when the word of the Lord is released, it is your moment of divine catch up. You ain't just, you ain't just hearing it come from a man's mouth. It's bearing witness with your spirit right now. This is the word I've waited on for three years, and it's mine. It's mine. Hallelujah. One moment of favor can change everything immediately. This is what the Spirit of the Lord is saying over this church. This is what the Spirit of the Lord is saying over your lives. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's time to catch up. It's time to catch up. You stuck it out, man. I look around this, this building. Boy, I look at so many people that almost gave up. All kinds of nonsense. All kinds of craziness. Some of you fought depression. Some of you fought anger. There's some people over the past two years, some of you, your family won't even talk to you because you refuse to, not, to stop coming to church. Do you think God ain't going to reward you? This is a moment of catch up. And you hear the spirit of the Lord today.
I asked him, I said, I'll say it, God, but you got to do it. I can't catch no, nobody up, but you got to. He says, you preach it. And if people have any faith for it, I'll do it. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.